Welcome to Becoming, the podcast for female business owners who are ready to step fully into their next level self, remove the filter and attract dreamy, consistent clients. I'm your host, Megan Rose, mindset and business coach, ready to help you create the business and life of your dreams by becoming the person who has it against all the odds. Ready to stop the excuses and become the version of you that has it all? Keep on listening. Hello, my unapologetic babes. I am so excited to sit down and have a conversation with you this evening. It is honestly one of my favourite times of the week because I feel like I get to connect on such a deeper level level with you because I'm sat here, I'm not like thinking about how I look on camera and I just get to chat about whatever's on my mind and I just kind of imagine you guys and whether you're out walking in the park with your dog or child or at home cooking or washing up or at the gym and it just I love the intimacy of that so I do want to say I am going to be running a really exciting competition in February and I love I've been loving you guys sharing when you're listening to the podcast so for February we're going to do something super exciting and if you share a um, a picture to your Instagram stories of you listening to the podcast, um, where you're at, a takeaway, whatever it is, make sure you tag me. Each week, I'm going to be choosing someone to get a 45-minute one-to-one coaching call with me, which is insane. So you have so many opportunities to get coached by me one-on-one for, in fact, for the month of February. So if you do it, just make sure to tag me and each week on a Sunday night, I'll be going through the tags from the week and I will be choosing somebody to have a one-to-one coaching call. So I'm super excited about that. And then this is hilarious, but let's just give you a dive into my life right now because I really love doing this on the podcast as well. So the conversation that I wanted to have today was going to be alive and I was driving home today from like at like lunchtime and I had this incredible download for a live and I I was so excited to get home and as soon as I got home I voice noted myself and I was like when Hudson goes to sleep I'm going to do this live well just before I took Hudson up to bed my baby my 11th month old he wasn't very happy about going to bed and so he went to kind of I don't know lash out a little bit obviously he's a baby he doesn't really know what he's doing but his fingernail caught my eye not, not my eye, my eyeball, and he scratched my eyeball, guys, it is so painful, and I can feel, you know, when you have a tiny scratch, and the skin's kind of sticking up, every time I blink, and if I look in the wrong direction, my eye just starts stinging, and watering so badly, so I was going to see if I could do the live, but all I need to do is look in the wrong direction, and my eye just starts streaming, and it hurts so much, so I was like, fine, we'll just make this into a podcast, <laughs> let's make it work but yeah insight into life as a business owner and a mother to a very overexcitable 11 month old so today I want to have a really honest conversation about leadership because I feel like this is a conversation that is had a lot online and I've been in a few conversations around it as well and it's funny because I actually came from a leadership role in my corporate job. So before I left to go to Thailand, I had been working at a startup for a couple of years and I was managing the team there, but because I'd been one of the first employees for the the UK office, it was a French company, I knew more than our country manager because I'd worked kind of like on the ground, you know what I mean? So 
I knew a lot. So as our team scaled, so I was the third employee in the UK office. And then I was managing like a team of six or seven, but then there was a whole nother team. And basically whenever people had a question or they needed advice, they would come to me. So I really came from like this leadership role and I, you know, there was a part of me that felt very confident about coming into, um, start my own business from that. But when I was thinking about leadership and what it meant to me back then, it hasn't changed too much because there's a huge amount around status. And when we speak about human psychology, this is actually a big driver for many people. I've mentioned it before. But people, humans, actually really deeply desire to be looked up to. We desire status. And the reason for this is if we go way back into like Stone Age times, status meant protection. If you were part of a tribe and you were high up in that tribe, and you'll have to excuse my voice a bit because when my eye stings and hurts, it actually just like blocks my nose up. <laughs> Honestly. Um, but if you think about you're high up in a tribe, you're protected. You're actually protected. So this desire for um for status actually stems from our need for safety so it's a really big driver for a lot of people and it's a subconscious driver because a lot of us don't want to walk around being like oh I want everyone to look up to me I want to be admired but deep down we actually do and so first of all I want to give you permission if there's if I'm saying this and you're either getting triggered I invite you to look in of like does this trigger me because I want it or does it trigger me because I have a judgment around it and really sit with that and uncover that within you you're gonna laugh so much if you could see me one of my my eyes closed because it's hurting so much and I look like a pirate I'm trying to squint in my notes that I had to make earlier (laughs) um so yeah going back to the state stone age that men's protection so you know think about if this if this is something that you desire like where do you place judgment on it because it triggers people at first because they don't want to think that they want it they don't a lot of people when I say this and I've had comments on like posts before and they're like oh is it wrong to be want to be looked up to what about just helping people like of course we can help people as well like hello we're allowed to have a range of emotions you can want status and still want to help people but sit with that if that feels uncomfortable for any reason do sit with that and maybe journal it or just sit with the feelings that are coming up because it's really really interesting and so what I see is a lot of people come into this and you know they, they want the great business they want the 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 money they want the you know, the ego driven desires they want the money they want the followers they want to be able to drop an offer and people just buy but the mistakes they want, they want the leadership energy, right? They want people to look up to them. Like, let's just admit it. That's what we want. But people come in and the mistakes that I see people making is they, they're looking outside of themselves to create this leadership energy. So they think that they need a qualification or they need to prove what they know on social media or they're trying to think of what can I do to get people to buy maybe even looking at what others are doing and then trying to replicate that when actually what you're seeing in them as a leader is so much more than just what they're doing online it's actually a huge amount of your subconscious because the subconscious like literally runs the roost more than you think so you for example you might think that you're in control of a buying decision but you're not it's all of your subconscious so when you're looking up to somebody when you admire somebody um and you and they they might have you know certain things they might have the business that you want 
you're not looking up to them there's so many people that want that you're not looking up to them purely for that it's actually an energetic thing that you're feeling and it's a lot to do with like subconscious values and I'm going to explain what I mean by this that is actually ruling it so this is why so many people can have so many millions of business coaches or money experts or feminine embodiment coaches but you connect in with certain people so it isn't down, like being in leader energy isn't down to the words that you're using. This isn't about what do I say to get people to buy? Because if it was that simple, everyone would be a millionaire. If it was that simple as I just need a caption template to, to show me as an authority post, like a fucking authority post, no. That is not what it is. If it was that, that would be easy. And this is something that I really, really lent into last year. Because I realised in, I think it was like July. And I was like seeing clients come through, whatever. But I was like getting more consistent, but not to the place I wanted. And I had to take a sip of water because, you know, hydration. And um, I was complaining to my coach or just in my head to myself, nobody's taking my business seriously. And I was getting so irate about this. Like, I was like, no, like if someone wanted to look after, or I asked somebody to look after a baby and they'd be like, oh, I need to get my head. And I was like, don't they realise like I have business and they're not taking it seriously. <laughs> and it kind of hit me in summer and I'd thought this for a really long time, it became much more um, conscious, I would say, in about July last year. And then it hit me. I was complaining that people weren't taking my business seriously. And I was saying, when when they take my business seriously, then I'll be able to have the clients. And I caught myself and I was like, oh, shit. Because I realised what I'd been doing. I had been placing blame and being in victim, and living by effect, of like, nobody's taking my business seriously, so I can't do the work, now, do you see how backwards that is, and I realised that I hadn't been taking my business seriously, and so I made these shifts then, and that was a very much an energetic mindset shift, but it made, the next month was like my six and a half k month, and then I obviously went into like doing five figure months, so this was a really big turning point for me, and it wasn't anything to do with what I was doing online. I might have refined some strategies, but all in all, I, I wasn't changing that much strategically wise, you know? Yet, there was a very significant shift in my business from this simple perspective shift. And that is the kind of thing that I wanna talk about here because it's that energy that actually connects people that is being able to lead yourself because obviously it wasn't just oh I need to take my business seriously. I then actually started taking my business seriously and then I did the behaviors and actions behind the scenes to take my business seriously which in turn had an impact on the external reality so it is it really is for you if you're if you're like right I really know that I should be known and I should be seen and people should know my name and people should like have my work like they should just experience my work so I'm so good at what I do 
but you're thinking, what do I say to get people to buy? It's like you're you're looking at the external instead of looking internal. And this is what I feel like happens is the energy, the focus, the attention goes on what, what are other people doing? What are other people doing? What do I have to do that's like them? Because it's working for them, so what do I have to do? And all that is doing is projecting outwards. And what you have to do is actually turn that microscope inwards and look at where am I leading or not leading myself. Because in this coaching world, in the personal development space, whether you're a coach or, you know, service provider or whatever, we buy from people that we aspire to be. Which means that you need to be somebody that people aspire to be. And that might trigger people. And again, if it triggers you, sit with that. Sit with the fact that, yes, you might aspire to be like others and there's nothing wrong with that. But can you hold that other people might aspire to be like you? Can you hold that other people might aspire to be like you? Because I actually believe that a lot of people really struggle to hold that. And therefore, their subconscious feels really, really unsafe and, and dysregulated or unregulated, whatever the word is. In, in thinking that people aspire to be like them, that they actually subconsciously block it. And it, it, think about the people that you you invest in or you consume content from. Like, there is something that they have. And it, it, it's, not, it's not actually the business a lot of the time. You might, you might be excited about the way they run their business and obviously the money and everything. But what your, your subconscious is actually doing is you are where everything's a mirror, right? So you're actually seeing something in them that you deeply aspire to be. And I'm going to give you an example. I mentioned this earlier, but I'll give you an example after my water. And that is that when, so for example, I noticed that when I was investing, a lot of the people I invest in, I invest in very, um, what I perceive is like hard work and being a passionate, driven, determined, committed, devoted um, way. Like they're hardworking. And I think, especially in the, the a lot of the online space, it's like, oh, you can relax. And like, yeah, eventually you can. Like you can relax a lot faster than if you stay in a job for 60 years and then wait until you, you're basically dead before you retire and enjoy life. You can have that freedom and flexibility in a few short years, but I do believe that you have to put the work in, in order to do that, and so I was, found myself being really drawn, and I've spoken before about feminine energy, and and that fueling victim mindset, but I find myself, especially in the last year, really drawn to people who are very devoted, and dedicated, and committed, and they show that they work hard, and you can see that, because that's something that I value, so it it yes it might be the way that their businesses are or the money they generate or the life that they lead yes that to um excite me and they probably show value through that in terms of like uh, not value as in educational value as in like a value that i hold like a personal value 
Uh, it could be like the way they go to the gym, they have a personal trainer, the food that they eat, um, traveling the world. Like these things are things that I deeply desire and therefore value. But it's these these internal qualities that we actually really love in other people that we that we aspire to be and the reason we notice it in others even subconsciously is because it is in us as well that is actually what creates leadership being able to hold that so in the coaching industry we're buying so much more so really into the personal brand than the offers because how many offers do you see around content around launching around sales money feminine energy whatever whatever it is there are so many different courses but they're all the same but they're not because of the person so why do you choose one money coach over another because of what you see and because of who you aspire to be or you might aspire to be like that person this doesn't mean you're becoming a copycat it's because you aspire qualities that they demonstrate right? So can you, there's, there's no problem with this, right? There's no problem aspiring to be like people, but can you hold your own individual individuality in that as well? And I see so many people thinking that they can create leadership energy with just what they say. Like, I just just say this thing and it's going to create leadership energy. And then they write the thing, they write the post, how somebody said, or they say the thing in the order on like someone's launch strategy and it doesn't land, it doesn't work. Because you haven't created that internal authority. You're just trying to look like a leader. But you're not being a leader, right? So to me, leadership qualities are things like disciplined, innovative, courageous, confident, creative. Like, you might have your own variations of it. But I think we can all agree things like that are really important as a leader, And so how are you currently embodying these type of qualities or, you know, putting your own what you think for leadership? How are you currently embodying these qualities? Not on social media, but behind the scenes. How are you embodying discipline, creativity, courage, confidence, all of these really key aspects of leadership when nobody's watching on? I want you to think about the last 24 hours. What if you had had cameras on you for the last 24 hours? Watching everything that you do, how you speak to yourself, what you do when the alarm goes off at seven, but you don't want to get up yet. When you said you would go to the gym, but now you're tired. Or you said you would eat healthy, but actually it's more convenient to get a takeaway tonight. Right? What then? Would Would you want people to see that? Would you live tomorrow like that if people were watching? And the next day, and the next day? It's very easy to write a post showing what you're good at. It's very easy to share a screenshot from a client win. It's very easy to show the workout that you did once. What isn't easy are the things that you're doing when nobody's watching. And actually a quality that I didn't mention, which is encompasses all of this, is self-integrity and personal responsibility. So when nobody's watching, who are you being? 
Because that is the difference. The people that you are seeing and, and, and looking up to online, and this is okay. I look up to people. People inspire me. But who are you being when nobody's watching? Without having to prove it, without trying to be like, oh, I'm doing this, so I'm going to show it. Nobody else is ever going to know, apart from you. And can you do those things when nobody's going to know? That is true self-integrity and personal responsibility. And that is where your power is as well, because when you do all of these things, that is where you really step into your own leadership. So obviously this is something that I kind of had to deal with last year because I had had so many excuses before I had my son or maybe even just before that when I was pregnant, second trimester, not the first. I had so many excuses prior to that why my business would not work. Even when I was in Thailand and I started my business in Thailand and I didn't have to work, I didn't, I didn't have a job to go to. My, my husband at the time was supporting us. I had all the time in the world. And before I moved to Thailand, I'd kind of dabbled online. I had a couple of clients. Before I moved to Thailand, I said to myself, all my excuses of not having enough time, not having good photos, and I can't remember what the third one was, but it was like something to do with like, I don't know. It was like time and photos, I remember being a really big thing. I was like, that's not an excuse anymore because I'm going to have all the time in the world. I'm going to have really pretty photos. Because I did think like, okay, being in Thailand, that's definitely a, um, people want that, right? They they desire that. And that's really cool to show online. Like it just is. Do you know what I said to myself when I moved to Thailand? Well, people won't want to work with me because I'm in Thailand. I'm in the wrong, I'm in the wrong time zone <laughs> because I was six or seven hours ahead of the UK, like 12 hours ahead of America couldn't kind of fit both, I was, you know, whatever, and I remember being in a group coaching program, and somebody said to me, why don't you just do your live at midnight, and I was like, no, I can't, my husband's asleep at that time, and our apartment's too small, and I remember being really triggered, like, like, who does she, like, what is she thinking, I can't do that, no personal responsibility <laughs> at all, so anyway, I always had excuses as to why it couldn't work, because of my mindset like that, and then when um, pregnancy happened and I kind of made this kind of fork in the road decision, am I in or am I out? That was when things changed because I started to change how I was leading myself behind the scenes. I started to look at where I wasn't having any self-integrity, where I wasn't taking personal responsibility, where I wasn't being committed and I changed it. There are a lot of different values that I dove into and I had a real hard look at what I was doing and not doing and saying I wanted but not backing up with action and this is work that, that I continue to do right and and I, I'll share it as well actually but even the situation that I'm in right now is obviously now a single parent and if I had my way I would not be living in this country. Like, you're gonna hear me say this a lot. Like, I love tropical island. I love the simplicity of Thai life. I fucking love it. And this past winter, I finally, all I, all I wanted, all that drove me for so long was if my business gets to X amount, I can move back to Thailand. I can move back to Thailand. That was my goal for so long. 
and then I finally got to that place where obviously I had a baby and whilst I don't use the phrase I can't go because of the baby because I think if I really wanted to I could it was obviously a lot more complicated he was very young I'm on my own um but I found myself being like I'm trapped I'm stuck here I can't leave and it created a lot of obviously negative feelings in me and obviously there's a lot of anger and frustration but this is very personal but I think it just gives you an insight into how my brain works and how leadership actually works and I was driving the other day and like every now and again these emotions surface if something happens um in my personal situation and I've kind of had this conversation with myself because this is and the reason I'm explaining this because you constantly have to do this work because there's always going to be different things there's always going to be your victim mindset your ego trying to get a say in so I just had to reframe it and I was like I'm actually chose to live where I live because I'm near my family and they can help me (laughs) when I was really sick the other night in the middle of the night my mum came over at 6am to help me with Hudson because I was being violently sick all night and I couldn't pick my baby up like what would I have done if I was all on my own I honestly don't know I was in bed for a whole day and night I needed two days to recover um and I was like I chose to not be in the relationship that I was in because I know I deserve better and I had been saying to myself like I'm stuck here you know he left me I put me in this position whatever and like yes there's all like elements of truth these things but they're not they're not because I chose it I take responsibility for where I am and I choose it and this is a powerful powerful concept that when you bring that into conscious awareness in your everyday life you will change how you show up because that is self-leadership it's even having that awareness that level of awareness to shift the thought patterns because they're going to come up right you're human and these kind of patterns have literally been there for years so I feel like there is a lot of food for thought here in this podcast and I think definitely sit with these things I said like can you hold other people wanting to aspire to be like you and really look at how are you how are you embodying these qualities and, and write out I would write out what do I think a leadership qualities are. That's what I would do. Write out what you think leadership qualities are in your words. So the examples I gave were like personal responsibility, self-integrity, um, committed, disciplined, innovative, courageous, like things like that. Write your own, but they're just some ideas um, that feel aligned for you. And then ask yourself for each of those values, how, or qualities, how are you embodying them in your day-to-day life and then how can you actually embody them more deeply and this is this is where a lot of discipline comes in because you have to do this work and your ego is going to hate it because no one's going to (laughs) know no one's going to know no one's going to know when it is so fucking hard for you to get out of bed because you're exhausted but you do it anyway because you really crave those 30 minutes by yourself to meditate. Nobody's going to know when your doms are so bad, but you go to the gym anyway because it makes your brain feel so much, your mind feel so much better. Nobody's going to know when you've got that really annoying self-doubt, who the hell does she think she is, voice running in your head, and you take the action anyway. 
nobody's gonna know just how loud that voice is nobody's gonna know just how manipulative it's being and you overcome that <gasps> no one's gonna know so your ego is gonna have a fucking meltdown <laughs> but this is the work guys this is the work so if you feel really excited about this type of work next monday a brand new micro program is launching called leading lady and we are going to be diving into the subconscious um, mind and the concepts and teachings around what it actually means to be in leadership and this work is it's not going to be like how to write content it is going to be more on what i've spoken about today but this work will have a direct reflection on your business because it will, it will have a direct reflection on your whole life. But this is going to literally change the game. And I don't see anyone else talking about it in this way. You know, we look at authority is how to be seen as an authority online, how to write a post, how to like, you know, you write a post in list where you share your client wins, you talk about your story and like, yes, content, like love it, whatever. It's all bullshit unless you're doing this work. So if you really value how you can actually be a leader and lead others and hold others in that energy, then I would love to invite you into this program. I will um, put a link in the show notes, but I would just DM me on Instagram, um, lead. So DM me on Instagram and I'll put a link to my Instagram lead and I'll send you the full details. The price is currently £333 and it's going, the full price will be 555 So it's a complete still especially with the value that I'm packing into this and my intention for this program as well is to um for you to be really embodied in it and for you to really integrate it because what I found with a lot of mindset things is it can be a lot of journaling and things like that which is great but what I want to actually there's going to be homework in between so it's a three-week live program homework each week for you to actually integrate and embody the teaching. So it's going to be a lot more like teaching format in terms of the subconscious principles that I'll be sharing each week and there's kind of themes that we're going to go through. Um, but but then there's going to be work for you to do in between the sessions to fully integrate that into you because as we've spoken about today, that is where the key is. It's not just about saying you can do it, it's fully integrating it in. So DM me lead, L-E-A-D, on Instagram, if you want to know more, I would love to invite you in. And remember, we have the uh, February podcast challenge as well. So you can always, I mean, do both if it feels aligned for you. Um, but if anything, I have absolutely loved chatting with you guys this evening. I really, really hope you enjoyed it as well. I'm so sorry about my voice. Honestly, for half of that, my eye has just been in so much pain. So hopefully, and it just blocks my whole nose up. Because you know, when you get like punched in, not punched in the face. <laughs> when you get punched in the face. <laughs> hopefully you don't know. But you know, if like something knocks you in the face or something, it kind of like blocks your nose. That is what's happened with my scratched eyeball. Who would have thought it? Anyway, guys, I'm going to love you and leave you. I will see you next week. And I cannot wait to speak to some of you in the DMs or hear where you're listening to me from this week. Speak next week.